Yes, indeed, powerful people. This is another episode of Breaking the Machine. I'm your host, Amad the Poet, alongside my partner, Spank the Bank. What's up, y'all? And today, we'll be taking another incremental step and shifting the culture. Today, we got a special guest on the show today. We got multi platinum recording artist and producer, Grammy Award winner, Detroit legend, OG, Mr. Porter, in the studio with us today. How you doing, OG? Hey, 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 hey. What's going on, brother? Finally, nice, finally sitting down with you. Man, it's a blessing. It's an honor to even have you in the studio with us today, man. Um, I wanted to start off this episode a little different. Uh-huh. Um, we've been real um, heavy into this like mental health thing, especially on the podcast and mm-hmm. just those conversations. Uh, I see that you post uh, Mr. Jason Wilson a lot, and he's yeah. one of my like you know favorite influencers on uh, Instagram and uh, mm-hmm. just just period. You know, he's an incredible dude. I wanted to know if you watched his uh, Breakfast Club interview. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. I, that's. When I first saw him, I didn't know he was from Detroit right away. Mm. That's the crazy part. I reached out to him, or he reached out to me about a beat that I had posted. It was a long, it was two or three years ago, and I was like, "Man, I'm I'm smart enough to know like you need mentorship. Mm. Even at this point in time in my life, I reach out for mentorship. So if it's black men that I feel that I can trust, after I watch them for a minute and make sure they 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 really bought it." I was like, me and him got cool, and I looked at him like a mentor. Now that's like one of my best friends. Mm. Yep, like one of my closest best friends. So, yeah, I watched it. Like, we actually spoke about it before he did it, mm. uh, the, did the interview. Because, you know, we have we have similar views and some things, and I think at this point in time, he's growing in a way where he's a powerful person. Mm. He's a powerful individual. And it's, things are happening for him sometimes at a rate where when it happens, we don't always have a person that can come in and say, well, I went through this and I can tell you how yada, yada, yada. And I kind of able to help him in that with that because it happened for me Mm. and I didn't have that. Mm. So while he's actually helping me as, you know, as a big brother, I'm able to tell him my experiences and help him with, you know, just dealing with it, man. Cause it's a lot to, to people need you. People need him. And that can get draining. So, mm-hmm. so what would you tell your younger self if you could give him some advice? I mean, you just been able to get that advice to somebody else. What would you tell yourself? The biggest lesson that I've learned when you get a lot of money and you don't have any guidance, like you know how you got every YouTube person that's doing this and you got mm-hmm. all this information. Yeah, I had none of that, mm. <laughs> so I had to mess up a lot. I would tell myself to not feel guilty for the things that I actually can do, but I say no for not doing because I had to create positive and um, healthy boundaries. I didn't Mm. do that. I would tell myself to do that because I didn't. And the reason I didn't is because my heart is bigger than my ambition to do that. So my heart going to get in the way every time. Mm. (laughs) You get what I mean? So... I didn't know how to say no. I didn't know how to create the boundary. And it was like I just wanted to help because I also felt guilty for making it. My my my, my survival was remorse is the thing that I deal with the most. Mm. And I'm I'm way better at it now. But, man, I just, just had this guilt about making it out. <laughs> so you saying you you couldn't really say no. So saying yes, since you saying yes messed you up. Not messed you up, but like. Saying yes was like toxic. Mm-hmm. See, your trauma is not always this thing where it's like you got beat and then you react mm-hmm. by beating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's people 
saying no to you a lot, I hear more no's than I hear yes. Mm. Yeah. That's success. Mm. Like, I, it's not that I, I don't, everything I make, people don't like. But I got to the point where I know what to make, and I say no to me because I know what's right and what's wrong. But I had to hear a no a gazillion times. And then that one yes, I treat it like I'm 13. Mm. When I was younger, it was no, 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 no. My parents couldn't do these things. They couldn't do it. I had brothers and sisters. I had siblings. So we couldn't afford anything. I couldn't afford to go play. I didn't even play an instrument. I wanted to play in band. I want to. I learned all that stuff later. So do you feel like you said yes to people? I said yes to everything because I had no so much. And I thought no was like this thing, and it was my trauma. That you were trying like, to heal the no. I was trying to heal the, heal the no, and I didn't heal me. That's deep, because I say mm-hmm. yes to a lot of things. And you probably had no a lot. Mm. Trauma don't mean that you, you know, it's always, always this drastic thing. That was like, it's this small thing. Kids, we as children, like, you a sponge. So that small thing turns into a big thing for you. So I didn't set the boundaries, because I was hearing no so much that it was like, if I can, I'm going to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. I don't think, that's crazy because I don't really think that was my trauma. But I see myself like reflecting with a, uh, with a lot of things that I did say yes to mm-hmm. that I wish I never did. So now I'm fighting. You, but see, but there's no wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm. There ain't nothing wrong with that. But I get what you're saying because like, it's some things I wish I never said yes to. Now, now I have to do it because I said yes. And, you, I really and, you, to. and you say yes again if you had not re- had that regret of saying that, saying it then. You know what I mean? You would do it again. Mm. Damn. You get what I mean? Like You had to not do that. You had to do that and hurt yourself. You got to fall and skin your knee, bro. Mm. Got to. If you don't, life is purposeless without, is without, without, without flaw and without... Man, success to me is is losing. Yeah, I could believe. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying. Like it's like the more I look at it, it's like, oh, I learn, I learn more. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a sapio, you know, sexual kind of person with it kind of like when it comes to that. I'm not interested in a girl unless it's like, mm-hmm. you get what I mean. Like I'm not even I don't got no interest in it. Like what do you do outside of what regular people do? Like what is life? What for you? What is it? I'm very interested in knowledge. Knowledge mm-hmm. is actually a thing that I just so losing is knowledge. That's yeah. true because mm-hmm. um, that's with me. Like in a relationship, I'm more to the more of knowledge. So like, what's your mental state at? Man, listen, I can d- care what you do for me physically, and it don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm. And then listen, when you get to when you hit the forty mark, mm-hmm. bro, it really mean nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's they think something wrong with you. That's how that's how toxic. Women can be to us. Yeah, that's true. Damn. They think that you're supposed to constantly just react, react, react like you ain't supposed to react. fuck. You ain't supposed to do that. You ain't supposed to fuck your great babies. Listen, mm. and that's and 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 I and I and that I've heard that, and obviously my whole life I didn't think like that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know it. But yeah, they they it's a toxic way that they treat us too when it comes to that. Like I, I we hear all of the toxic stuff. We've heard enough. Yeah. We know what we do. Yeah. We call our own people out. Brothers are calling, yeah, I'm going to call a nigga out if I see him doing something a certain kind. I'm like, man, I don't really like people that cheat on your wife. Right. Mm. You get what I mean? Because mm-hmm. that's something I desire. And I'll be looking at it like, damn, that might be me. That might be my karma. Mm. Yeah. So my karma could be my homie doing it and me being okay with it. It don't got to be you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was like, I, but yeah, like I, because I, because I, the thirst for knowledge makes me want to learn. 
And I and learning, losing is learning. And people just, bro, they constantly had this thing where I'm so sick of the narrative of you can think it and be it. Mm-hmm. Listen, you got to do more than think it. That's just a it. false narrative that you're selling people. I see artists say it all the time. Like, I knew I was going to be. No, you didn't. God is the only person that knew that. Mm-hmm. Tell yourself whatever you want. Tell, sell that to these kids because you got the platform to sell it to them. But it's not true. You worked. You did what everybody else didn't do. Bad or good. Mm-hmm. Some people think the Illuminati thing is all it. It's you being willing to do the things that other people aren't able to do. Now, you think that's a black thing? <laughs> Every time a black person gets some money, uh, the Illumin- they're in the Illuminati. You see, you see how it go? That's fucked up to me. Listen. So all that hard work you put in, you sold your soul. And I don't, that's why I don't pay no mind to it. Because mm. it's like, okay, that's what you think. But that just let me know that you never will be able to be in my circle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get what I mean? Because like, oh, your mentality tells you that because he did it, he actually is this other thing. No, he You're did everything you didn't do. You, success got to be something scary. And they not and they and they not even scared of that. They're scared of them. They're scared of the work. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. It's not that they just scared of the work. They're scared of not being able to keep it up. If you can't keep up the work, you don't. You can't succeed. Mm. I I say no to things that I know I'm not gonna commit myself to, I, and I miss opportunities. I'm a, I'm opposite of that. I say yes to things, and you I overextend. Know, I, just, I, just, I just say yes. Do you over you overextend? Yeah. How old are you? Twenty six. Stop now. All right. Stop now, because if you don't, where do you? Why do you think we die so early? Mm-hmm. Try you, to please you, everybody. You you gonna stretch yourself? You you not Mister Fantastic. You're going to stretch yourself across the room. How long do you think? And then when they let you go, then you just. Drain. You drain. You, and you withered. If you stretch this table too far and you stretch the wood, like in my house, like they, that when you, they curve the wood. I've never seen this. They curve the wood of the, uh, the banister coming down. Mm-hmm. The, so I seen them curve it and they put these things and they stretched it. Mm-hmm. They stretched the first one too far and cracked. So you can bend wood. <laughs> you can stress it. If you if you that wood and that person and then you stretch yourself that long, bro, you're going to break or you're going to be limp. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You can't keep doing it. How long you think gonna keep it up? If it, it's gonna catch up to you by the time you're 30, when you're 30 and 40, between 30 and 40, the rest of your life you're just trying to meet God. You're trying to please Him. You got no, no other purpose here. For those, for most of your life, you you work. From the time you're 12, they make us work till you 50, 60. And then they give you 11 years to enjoy what you did. And most people ain't. My parents is in their 60s and they haven't been able to retire. Not all the way. I, I made my mom start working a long time ago. But, but we think that we're supposed to always move. Mm. Right? They move so much and then they can't move as much. And now they need help to move because you spent so much time moving but moving what you moving everybody else stuff but your own stop mm-hmm. stretching yourself bro do it now tell you tell people no and be okay with no be okay with no because if you don't just like this table and everything is wrong if i owned everything this room they'll come in and sell it all material has more life than you depend on the material <laughs> you get what i mean 
I was talking to my uncle this morning, and he was saying, happy wife, happy life. That's toxic. Bull. Yeah, I, ain't, I, am, I don't believe that. I'm going to make you happy. You come and make yourself happy. Mm. Not going to kill me. He said it dismisses how the man feels or what's best for him. And, and it's just like focusing on this person. It's like the yes, the pleasing. Like, okay, let me just make her happy. And then that's my happiness, making her happy. Men are tired. Man, if, if you're a real man, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of simps. Mm. We made simps men. Mm-hmm. And when I say simp, that don't mean you're supposed to be abusive and all of these things. Mm-hmm. Man, have a purpose to yourself. These men, like, they get to a point where it's like, I see them. They doing in the comments all the time. You say something and it's like, I don't believe that because yada, yada. You're really just trying to get a date. Mm, damn. You get what I'm saying? Let's be real. You're still toxic to the woman because you're saying what they want to hear and you don't really believe it. And you can't keep it up. So then you get them and then now you ain't shit to them. Mm. And then you make it hard for people to actually want to be a man. And it's like, you just don't want to settle down. I, I am settled. Mm. <laughs> I'm settled in the fact that I know what I'm doing. I trust what I'm doing. And I don't need you to trust me. If you don't, you're not for me. Period. I don't have to go and buy the stuff that you like for you to be happy. If she can't, if you come into any relationship, come into it being able to take care of you first. Most women, like, they... They, they, they come out of the womb looking for their father, right? They come out looking for their father. We come out looking for our mother. Mm. So when there's a lack here of those things, that's what they end up doing. And then you dudes know that they know different than a pimp. Mm. Let me buy you the purse you want. Let me buy this. That's because you don't know how to be. I'm learning this term of just being a comprehensive male, right? And it's like. For me, that means I'm comp- I know I know to how to comprehend what I need and what I need to do. I know how to do that easily. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask her to do stuff that I, I'm gonna do. And I'm not saying roles, right? Because my mother, my grandmother, all of them, they still work. They work, 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 work. They don't know how to sit down. Yeah, my mother like that. Too. They she don't know how to sit still. Yeah. But why is it the man always the one that can't really move? Mm. They don't sit still and they don't think that they can. We don't take care of ourselves. I care about my health. I don't need to be 80 years old and then I can't do nothing. I got to care about my health. I got to care about it. When I watch what my parents go through and the things that they're they going through, because I'm going through that actively, mm. man, I care about my health. Yeah, facts. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do nothing. I don't even fuck. Mm. I'm very, everything I do is like purpose. Discipline. It's discipline. I don't want to end up not being able to take care of my family. Your legacy, your, you know, generation. I mean, that's that's true generational wealth. If, yeah. If I didn't do that, my, my parents, they might not be in that situation. Mm. They might be, they might, they might be in a tougher situation. And that's what um, Mr. Wilson said when, when he was on the Breakfast Club and mm-hmm. he was talking about, Man, we feel like our worth is in our work. And that's terrible. Yeah. And I and I, I kind of feel that way about me sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. if we drop an episode and it does good, my week is, is good. If mm-hmm. it does bad, the whole week is bad. Yeah, but if if it do bad, you look at the content and what happened and what what was not interactive. You could tell right there. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part. You actually get a progress report about what you do instantly. <laughs> <Okay>. so, <laughs> so, uh... Earlier today, since we talked about relationships and women, mm-hmm. so earlier today, um, 
I was talking to my cousin. I'm like, man, bro, I feel like a bitch. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm complaining or talking like, bro, I don't know if I feel like I'm complaining mm-hmm. about my feelings or something. I'm like, bro, I don't know why I feel like a like I'm bitching or I feel like a bitch. Why is that? Like, because you feel like you complain because you have an issue, you saying? Yeah. It's like if I feel like, you know, talking to women. Oh, it's you know, probably because your, you, you feel like you mean or you not to cut you off, but do you feel like because you have something to say about what you actually feel about your yeah, emotion? Yeah. Oh, well, that's just because we've been, like I said, just the same toxic treatment that we've given women, they've given it back. And they just not, they not accountable about it all the time. Mm-hmm. So because they have no accountability, they're not going to say, well, I did this and I do this and I play this game. And that's why you feel like that. Because most of the relationships you went in, if you had a problem with her, you don't want to tell her. I said it in this song. Uh, uh, it's something about, I can't even remember the lines on, but it was like, a, if I tell her what's wrong, she's just going to say, I'm not I'm not able to provide and I'm not able to protect her, you know? Yeah. But in one breath, one breath you say you don't need us, but then you say protect you. We, not, mm-hmm. we don't protect you. Yeah. But you said well, you don't need us. What am I protecting if you don't need me? I mean, you got protection. You got this. You got that. So we grow up thinking like, they don't need us. Think about every song that you hear. Mm-hmm. Most of the songs are driven towards their empowerment. Mm-hmm. How many songs are driven towards our empowerment? That's why I like to make things that empower people now instead of take from them. Because there's not a lot of that. And I mean, the fuck, the fake stuff. I don't want to do the fake stuff. <laughs> like, I don't want to do the... You could tell when a person not about that life. But you feel like that because she hasn't even created a safe space for you to even say it to her. That's it. Mm. And then you had to create it. Here's the, the craziest things. Like that. I went through a relationship that was after I looked at it, it's her, her, her all the time. Everything is about her. I go out of my way to do what I have to do to make sure she feel comfortable. She is, she, if she's insecure, I got to go out of my way to make sure I don't move a certain way so she's not insecure. I do all them things. Now, I can do them things naturally. Mm-hmm. But what happens is when I do confront her about something or if I ever did that, it was always like, well, you didn't do this, or you didn't do this, or you didn't do this, or you didn't do this. And it's like, okay, but I'm talking about what you did to me. I'm telling you, hey, this thing made me feel this way, right? Mm. You did this thing, it made me feel insecure, or you did this thing, and, it, and I'm expressing it. But the conversation always went back to me having to comfort whatever she felt. Mm. Because we simp. Mm. Well, let me make sure she's okay. Nigga, you ain't okay. So how's she going to be okay? And that's why I be like, man, lately, I be like, man, fuck, I ain't saying shit. And it's okay. I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying, I'm not, myself. Them, I'm not one of them people that's like, I don't believe in, We they empowered. It's yeah. a woman's world, bro. Like, yeah, hell yeah. It's a woman's world. It ain't a man's world right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they knew what their power was, let me tell you, they would, if if back when, when I was going to school, if they was like, I don't want no nigga that sells drugs. I don't mess with that. I don't listen. Niggas we, wouldn't have never been doing it. Hey, facts. That's facts. 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 If they was like, uh-uh, I want the nigga that's doing this. I, I, I like Pender Hughes. Right. I want him. <laughs> let me get <laughs> I mean, that's why, why, why you think we wear Rolexes and stuff like that? Listen, mm-hmm. and we, and, uh, just like, I never, I never tell no woman, you don't look great without makeup. Mm. Don't FaceTime me. Don't FaceTime me with your face on. Mm. 
Mm. Hold on, you said say that you say. No. I don't never tell a woman they look good with, with makeup. Like I don't like that. Oh, I don't like makeup. Hell no. I need I need natural. I, I ain't, I ain't gonna, gonna tell her you don't look good without it. Mm. I never felt like that mm. in my life because I grew up with girls that didn't couldn't afford makeup. Yeah, me too. Mm. I, don't, I don't I don't like girls with makeup. That's that's a big turn off for me. I never said it looks great, but mm. where are you going? Yeah, <laughs> you going somewhere every day? Yeah, that's exhausting. Uh, that's what it is. Like it I gotta take good. you somewhere every yeah. day. I'm, I'm, this is this looks great. <laughs> this a, looks great. Suspensive chick. <laughs> but but the man that need the man that needs that needs more himself. Mm. If he need her to be at this level of this thing, man, I can understand if you in front of cameras all the time. Mm. But if you're not, like I'm not gonna tell you, man. Chill out. We can do the work we gotta do in this world without all that. When you go somewhere and you want to represent yourself when you represent, but you don't got to represent a, a, a person that I'm not asking for. I didn't ask mm. for that. I don't need that representation. I need you, not the representative. I don't need that. And that's sometimes the thing. And they might not agree with that, but I don't give a fuck because I'm not about to be scared. People are also scared. Men got to stop being scared to actually say what they feel and be worried about what a woman going to say. Man, feel it. It's okay. You ain't a man if you don't have feeling. <laughs> I'm going through that now. Listen, I don't believe in it. I'm not going to be scared to say what I feel. I don't care publicly or not ever. Like, and, and, and when we do say it, it's your tongue. I hear that shit so Man, much. listen. My tongue. That, and I be like, I'm, I'm blunt. Are you too blunt? I be like, what? Well, we, listen, as, as a man, I've said things to somebody before, to women, where it was like, I said it the wrong way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to say, listen, once you say that, I'm going to say, I'm going to check myself. And then when I correct it, I need you to correct the shit that I needed you to correct too. Yeah. I'm not over here to just correct everything for her. Mm. But do it first and then demand that it's that way. And then when it's not, then move on. Mm -hmm. People think that you move on too fast because of you don't stick around for problems. First mm. of all, <laughs> you come in here with 80 of them. I got 80 myself. Mm. Protecting you don't mean tolerating bullshit. Mm. That's just it. T protecting you does not mean that I ignore my own emotion mm. and my own feeling and I'm not no bitch for having them. You you got taught that because you heard somebody else. You heard your mama call your daddy a bitch. But, you know, he called your daddy out his name because he had feelings. Therefore, your father go out and drink and he take his feelings out. And then he get himself killed because he fighting another man because he got to prove that he a man because you called him a bitch. So I did that. <laughs> you know what I mean? In college, I did that. So in college, my ex girlfriend called me a bitch, right? Mm. It fucked my head up. So she started messing with another dude. Man, I fought him for nothing. Just to show her that I fought him. You know what I'm saying? He might watch this or whatever, but I fought him because she thought I was a bitch. It wasn't even, it wasn't even nothing about him. It was the proof to her that, you know, I ain't no bitch. Bro, you fought, you fought her. Yeah. Mm. Pretty much. You fought her. Yeah. You can't. You can't put your hand on her. You I fought. Can't. You fought her. I can't. Anytime I seen that happen, it's like, man, he fighting. He fighting mm. this girl. Yeah. At least he man enough to know that he can't do it. Mm. You can't. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I, first of all, I ain't throwing my life away. Put my hand on a woman ever. Mm. I ain't doing that. Like I'm. And I said this before. It was like you're not worth that. Yeah. And they get mad if you say that. Yeah. How do you get mad if I say this is? You're not worth. Me to lie to. That don't make sense. You worth way more than that. Mm. Right? 
This isn't worth that. I'm not about to fight you or put my hand. That's not worth my life. Are you insane? It's a million you out here. Mm. This might take me a little longer to find another person that's comparable that works for me, that fits. But that ain't worth my time. And when you quit early, that's they don't even they don't even commend you for that. I can tell a girl the truth and she still wanna lie. Tired of lying. Yeah. I don't wanna lie. But you so used to men lying that you want me to do the same thing. And then when I tell you the truth, I'm wrong. I'm telling you why I don't want you. I'm telling you I'm not ready. I'm telling you that I got things that I got to do. If you want to support me, support that. What is wrong with that? That's how my father grew up. Mm-hmm. Now, the problems they had, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I didn't know their problems until I was older. We know all our parents' problems right now because they ain't they online. They putting them online. They doing all of this. They doing they sharing everything. Mm-hmm. What's sacred? Nothing. So what do you? Where are you protected as a kid? Mm. Your parents ain't even protecting you. You don't know what kind of problems they having. Definitely let them know that you that you know that. Let them know that the bills is due and you ain't got enough. Because mm. we shouldn't have everything all the time. That makes you a better person when you know, like, oh, shit, so what's going to happen? My parents, it was times we had to open the oven because the heat wasn't on, right? <laughs> we had to open the oven to heat the house. What dangerous that I know now. Super dangerous. And we had to do it, right? That made me, I take care of my parents. I will always do that. They come first. Somebody say something against that, you're not worth my life. Mm. You're not worth this place in my life. And I mean that. When I say that, this isn't worth it. You got to be able to say that, bro. Like, pussy is never more important than your purpose, and pussy is never more important than you actually, like, paying attention to things and saying, like, yo, how in the name of God, like, do you, how do you, how do you put that more in front of anything? Like, you hurting her by taking from her, but you're not giving anything. No truth, no nothing. You just taking I don't like when we do that. We do that as men. It was like, I've been, I've done it. Well, I'll, I'll deal with you when I can deal with you. Right? With no explanation. Hey, listen, I am on a path. I'm trying to do something. And this is my focus. If you can't take that, I understand. You have to move on. I take that. It might be my loss. Hopefully, if I come back, you're still there. But I'm going to finish this task. That's a man. Now, when you tell a woman that and she stick, she chooses to stick around, then she's cho- she cho- she knows the truth. She knows she's dealing with, it, right? You no problem, because you told them. A real woman, if you tell her, all right. But what we be wanting today, like, <laughs> man, I want you, I want you, I want you and her to be together. I want you to, and that's when they mess everything up. You recently did a fast. Um, is that how you cl- reach clarity? Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm doing one right now, actually. Mm-hmm. Well, I just came off a three-day one. I usually do like three days, and, and I end up going 80 hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just because I'm, you know, bro, like, I'm learning that your, just your sales, your body sales is not, and I definitely be quicker. I be thinking, drop a glass. Mm-hmm. I knock a glass out the table, and I can catch it mm-hmm. before you hit the ground. Because I'm, like I'm not in panic mode. <laughs> you, I put too much. I'm trying to go all the way vegan or whatever, but I mean that shit is like hard. It's like yeah. hard. It's like 
Uh, it's, a, it's a tough thing. So yeah. I fast. Mm. Whenever I feel like I don't feel clear. Uh, my man, Alan Hughes, the director, he was he told me about it because he's working on something. We was talking about Marvin Gaye. Mm. And I, think I met Marvin Gaye's son that day. And we was talking about it, and we was, in, and he was like, "Yeah." So I fast, I do this. He said, "You know, Marvin did it." And I said, "Really?" And I was like, "I didn't know that." And, and, and so he was telling me about it, and that's what kind of got me. Yeah, Michael Jackson did it every Sunday. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> but you know, technically, you're supposed to do it every day. It was the 18 mm-hmm. hours. You, you yeah, know, yeah. But we don't do that because we work, 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 and then we. Well, the society got us eating. Got us like pigs. Mm-hmm. We are. We are the. We are the pigs and yeah. the. If somebody was, to, I always tell people, if somebody told me that we was the roaches of the, the universe, I'd be like, all right, cool. At least I know what we is. Yeah. I'm cool with like the, the truth. <laughs> it's like, but they don't, we, we don't know enough about ourselves. So I feel like the, the journey you're in right now is truth seeking. To like, nah, this, it's just no problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No problem. Whatever's happening is like, no problem. I got to. Just going with it. My shit. Yeah. That's how I be feeling. Let's move with the flow of things. Mm. Yeah. Like, all right, this ain't happening. Work isn't always, oh, they don't really, like, you, whether it's your job, whatever the case is, it's like, listen, that's the thing. And with it comes the bullshit. And I'm not saying that I don't be shaking and I don't have times where it's like hard, it hurts, it, this, this, and that. It's like, let's go with it. Man, it's a lot easier. Mm. Yeah, that's what I've been doing lately. I seen that you uh said Ben Affleck was a better Batman. Totally to me. I was saying um, he I was saying he was a good Batman, not better. Oh, okay. Cause I, I was like, I don't know if nobody beat Christian. No, no, no. But I mean, I'm Christian Bale was dope. Yeah. But but Ben Affleck was not bad at all. I didn't no. think so. I just didn't think so. I think that it was I didn't like how bulky it was he looked yeah. in the suit. Cause it didn't look like he could move as much, mm-hmm. and Kristen Bell was like, "Okay, um, he was more flexible in the suit and stuff like that." But I, Ben Affleck, Batman, I fuck with it. Yeah, yeah, because it was realistic. And he was getting his ass whooped. No, he was. <laughs> but they got to stop with Batman getting his ass whooped. Cause Batman also, he don't really lose. Yeah, cartoon, he, 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 yeah, he, he don't. Do, he do a lot of. Ass he do a lot of lot of shit, and it's like you know, you know what I'm thinking about though is Captain America. Uh-huh. Man, if they're going to do a movie, I hope they kind of switch it where he get a little bit of the serum or something. Because really, your leg would be broke doing all that shit you're doing. You, like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's a little bit. Shout out to my man, Anthony, man. That is, like, <laughs> I hope they give him a little bit of the serum, though, because like, that makes it a little unrealistic. Mm. A little bit. That's, you know? crazy. That's crazy. They got a black uh, uh, Captain America. But yeah. what did it, you know, what does it mean, though? Mm. It mm. don't mean much. No. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Not to take nothing from the homie, mm. but in general, and and that just happens. Give black people a little bit of something, and they'll just shut up. Mm. That's always how it is. It's been like yep. that. Yeah. I feel like it's been like that since America been been. Made. I want to see McGraw have with a big production deal. I want to yeah. see. I want to see Moolah films, and I want to see. Yeah. See no one on it. I want to see them in places where it's like. Give them a shot, a real shot. Give them a real studio. Let them yeah. really put it together. Then I want to see us as black people. I, I'm currently writing. I, I write sci-fi, mm-hmm. so I want to the, the the film that I'm the, that I'm writing. 
I want to sell it to one of the black companies that do the hood movies. And I want to pull my guys in, the special effects guys. And I want to do, and I don't care if it's low budget. I just want us to hear different stories. Mm-hmm. We don't have to always show the story where my man killed me and I mm-hmm. killed my man. Like, I don't need to see it all the time. Yeah, I feel like it's the only story we do know. It's all we do. Because we don't think that we can do more. I watched an interview the other day. It was an old interview with Kanye. I had never seen this. And I, I don't remember the guy's name, but it was one. I think it was a 60 Minutes guy. Mm. I didn't even know Kanye did that. And he was asking him, he was like, so you think that you can do this and yeah. that? He was like, if I want to be in the NBA, I could be in the NBA. He said, no, you can't. And I was thinking to myself, like, that's just the narrative. That's how mm. they do. They think they're doing something, but that's an undermining. That's just the way that they programmed mm. to be superior over you and tell you no you can't even though he's doing it in a harmless way to him he doesn't he don't even know that he's displaying racism in that moment Mm. and i'm not the flag carrier for Mm. everything is race i don't care like i don't care about all of the things i'm not i'm not here to be the freedom fighter Mm. but they don't even know when they're doing it it's a very undermining thing because they're taught to so then we blame in every little thing and then sometimes it's like i'll be looking at it like oh he just don't even know he's doing it Cause he just was raised that way. No, you can't. <laughs> but he'll tell his homeboy, "Yeah, man, I think you got a shot. Your jumper is this and that." Give mm. you know what I'm saying? Man, he, he, this dumbass don't even know no better. Cause he think that he's just doing an interview. Mm. But in that interview, in that moment, I don't even know if anybody paid attention to that. But it was the same thing as with the Serena interview, and her father stepped in and was mm-hmm. like, "It was the same exact thing, just." His mom wasn't there and his father wasn't there to step in. Yeah. And the guy did the same thing to Kanye. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. <laughs> Where they was making it seem like it's just, oh, Kanye says things and look what he did it and he this and that. But y'all missed that moment. We didn't come to his uh, defense then. We don't come to his defense We don't at come all. to his defense. And that was then. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I just peeped it. I was like, damn, we didn't come there screaming screaming on that guy for that. Mm. He told this man, he no, you can't. Cause some of us probably was like, man, that nigga crazy. He can't play in the NBA. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I told my mom, I said, listen, I I said, I'm gonna go to the NFL. I told her this, I guess, when I was young. I was like, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna play football and I'm gonna sit on the bench. And I don't care if I sit on the bench, but you ain't working no more. Mm. She don't work. She don't work no. I made her quit her job years ago. She worked for me, and you know we we take care of her. But I did it. <laughs> I ain't got to sit on the bench. Somewhat I sometimes do. Like when I do when I do my job with him, it's like a tough job to do because people don't understand that it's like. And I say this a lot. I'm standing in front of a building trying to cast my own shadow. Mm, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's he's, yes. he's mega huge. Yes. And then when people. You you show your talent. You've got this great talent, a ta- a building itself. But you know, sometimes you got to build and move into one building, like y'all in this building, and you move into a bigger one. Mm. So that's you look at yourself like that. Why don't we? Your career is like that. I have a career, and I want to build it and move it into another building. Mm. So you cast your own shadow. You always trying to cast your own shadow. And then there's people that be in that shadow, and they come out and they come out of that shadow. Everything starts from a shadow. Everything starts from the same darkness. And I was going to ask you, like, what's that mind state you got to get into? Because that's a real thing. You know, you see it with great people like MJ Mm -hmm. in in sports like MJ and LeBron. Like, 
when you have certain teammates join a team, Kobe. they mm-hmm. either choke or they rise to the occasion. Yeah. Like, what makes you rise to the occasion working with somebody like Eminem? You grew up with him mm-hmm. since, like, you know, back in the day. You said y'all lived together. Y'all was working mm-hmm. at the same place. Mm-hmm. And y'all got it out the mud together. Mm-hmm. What makes you rise to the occasion like that? What does one need to do what you've done mm-hmm. and be next to somebody that great as well? Yeah, because it could be demeaning. I, I said no first before I said yes. I ain't tell him all the way. I had to. I was like, no, 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 no. You can't do this because I know what it means. It means that everything that I do, I have to work even harder. Mm-hmm. I was already on the verge of saying like, okay, I'm just gonna make my own, come back and do my own thing, and yada yada. But because we got it out the mud, I wasn't gonna say no to him. Then I heard proof in my head like, you can't. Leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was like we, me and we were very, to me. We were very tight. Genuinely. It was you know genuinely. what I mean? And, and Proof, too. And Proof was always, like, showing me, like, you do this, this, this. And he knew I was going to do it. Mm. So I was never going to leave the homie like that. I mean, listen. At the end all, tell all, if it wasn't as great as it was, I still would be his friend. Because, like, that's how close we are. Mm. I don't matter about all of these things. It don't matter. Like, none of that shit matter. People don't always understand them. They try to tear them down. They this and that. I'm not the most vocalist. I'm not going to get online and argue with nobody about. I know who he is. If you don't know him, you just don't know him. Yeah, because it seems like, <laughs> like a couple of interviews, like some rappers just be trying to diss They try. Him. They try. They try. They definitely try to diss him. Like he's not really about that. First of all, if you want to blame anybody, don't even blame Drake. Blame me. Mm. Let's, that's the real shit. Let's, I'll be clear about that. Don't even blame Dre, because it started with me. I was the first producer to say, no, nah, I believe in this motherfucker. Ain't nobody going to tell me he not this and this and that. Mm-hmm. Then it got to Dre. And you got to understand, that's why taking that job was hard. Dre came in. He became the producer. Now, remember, I'm the guy. So I had to take a backseat. I was like, yo, I'm taking a backseat to this because I need to learn. I had already learned from Dilla. I learned what I could. Shout out proof. to Dilla, man. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't give Dilla his. Yeah, his well, a lot of us, people my age, don't even know who Dilla is. But yeah. I, luckily, I grew up with uncles and fathers that did play Dilla around me. But you, know you, ask, you ask for real, you ask all them people, they totally know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- then I had to move I had to move up in rank again. So it was getting like being. So I was always this thing where I was like, damn, I got to. That was like my artist that I was producing for. So, you know, every producer, they, they have a person that's like, I produce for this artist. M was my first artist, and we knocked it out the park. You know what I mean? Like, we did this album, Infinite. Then we did Just Don't Give a Fuck, or, or it was called, um, yeah, I think it was the, the Slim Shady EP. And then, boom, the deal happened. So when people try to get mad at him, they, they see, they undermine it because I'm not walking around with all of the, yeah, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, nigga, it's my fault. Mm. That monster got created from me making beats in my mom's basement just as much it came from his pen. But people, that's why we tight. When I say got it out the mud, that's what it is. He lost his regular producer that he was using. I was only doing beats three months. And another friend of ours, IQ, introduced us. And we became, it was, it was instant. Because we both wanted to be heard. No nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, when people be attacking him, that's why I don't just come out and be like, he don't need me to come to his defense, first of all, because he can handle it. <laughs> Second of all, 
what good is it going to do for me to do that? They'll be like, oh, well, you're not this or you're not, because that's how we do. Same mm -hmm. thing you do like when you make it, you, bigger you get, somebody's going to be like, man, my, he ain't this, he ain't that, he don't, you know, he's going to shit on you. He an Illuminati now, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. That's what they do. So what good is it for me to even come out doing that? When they just going to be like, well, he's not here, he's not. How the hell you know where I'm at? How you know I just ain't smart? Yeah. I'm smart enough to know that the more you put yourself out there, they flip that motherfucking uh, sand, the sand clock where the sand's going, they flip it. Soon as you become too popular, flip it. Now, now you on a time clock. Mm -hmm. So they say they done with you. I smoothly been killing it all of this time. Why? Because I stay out y'all motherfucking cameras. Mm -hmm. If that becomes your goal, you want to, some people want to be popular. Some people want to be famous. Some people want to thrive. And I've been thriving. I ain't never stopped. How? Stay out the way. And the true meaning of stay out the way, bro. Because I done done shit all over the place. Mm -hmm. And those accomplishments are mine. And they don't have to be on the level of him or Dre or, or Swizz. All these people are my friends. I know all of them. Y'all don't see me in pictures with everybody. Y'all don't see me. Man, what do you mean? I don't, you know? You don't see me in pictures with everybody. But I'll be there. You ever perform with him? Like on, on That's all I all do. The time. Yeah. I was about to say, cause I know I seen you on yeah, at the, the BMA. Time. Yeah. That was you or not afraid? Yeah. That was you on stage. Yeah. I know I wasn't I was just fat. Fatter. <laughs> I know I wasn't tripping though. I mean, I remember watching it back then when it came on, but I rewatched it. But on you know YouTube. what? That was before I got to this point where it was like, oh, I care about my health. Forget the appearance. Like I was in a good I was in good shape because I could run three, four miles. But it was like, you know, I was carrying more weight. So but then I'm all, but that's not my job to be, yeah, man, we on stage. Mm. Nah, he is. I'm here to support. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But most people can't do that. It's like, oh, man, you taking a second seat. No, listen, I knew what I was doing when I took the job. Mm. I know the assignment, my nigga. That's that. Mm -hmm. But my shit, a whole different thing. Like I'm more and more putting myself out there now because it's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do the artist thing. I do what I want. In this motherfucker. Nobody gonna tell me no different. We the only people, hip hop is the only um, genre of music that tell you you too old to do something. Mm. But you not. How stupid is it? You're 20. You popping. You're not even making content that actually makes sense later on in life. Mm. Nobody wanna hear kill, 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 boom, boom, boom when they get it. So when you get to 30, unless you got plans of checking out early, Mm. you're setting your own business up to fail because you're saying, yeah, and you old head, you this, it's the dumbest shit in the world. Like, nigga, I am, but I'm still popping. Like I seen Stress Money, <laughs> Stress Money was like, uh, a lot of people say after 30, you can't make it in the rap game. He said, I'm a living proof that you can. Bro, listen, if your success is based off of somebody else's and what they do, you lose. Mm. But I'm telling you, for every time that they do that, they're closing the gap on when they can actually keep doing it. Think about it. You telling yourself, all right, I'm popping here. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. But then when you get to a certain age, like now you're 30, you're like, yeah, man, I can't rap no more because we ain't supposed to do it. I never tell myself that. They ain't say that to Bon Jovi. No, he didn't. You ain't saying that to Kelly Clarkson or whoever the fuck else. Nope. Mm -hmm. Lindsey Buckingham. None of them. Why? Because they sing? Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Why? Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> y'all, and, and like, you just going to hand them to get, you so systematically oppressed that you oppressing yourself now. They don't even got to do it. 
I think that's why a lot of people need to respect Hov or give Hov his. Hov is a different animal. Mm-hmm. But we watch it. But you know what I was telling somebody? Hip hop, what, 40 years old? So I'm 40. Mm-hmm. Hip hop, 40 years old? And 40 years old ain't that old. You think that's old? Ain't old. Hip hop really came out, what, in 79? So think about it. What is it? It's 2021. That's almost what? Almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. Dog. So think about it. That's the most fast, probably Listen, successful. We're writing time. the history right now. So if I quit, I'm not even doing the youngest no justice. Mm. And I don't need to tell them, like, you should expect me. Man, no, nah, do what you're doing. I love what y'all doing. Straight up. I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. It's like they got a bop to them that's totally different that, like, I want to leave alone because that's they shit. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Like, as a producer, everybody else want to learn it. I'm like, no, no, no. How can I take this thing and be influenced by it but then create it a different way? I'm working on different rhythms. I don't want my rhythms to be the same because I'm into African rhythms right now. Mm. And it's like, they move different, right? The drums is different. It's different. So I want to kind of figure out how to import that into what it is today that don't have the same one. I don't want everything to be one, two, three, one. I want it to be one, two, go. And it's different. I'm just thinking differently. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to take from them. And I also don't want them to think that I'm not supposed to be dope. It's my duty to be fresh because I can go with any of them. It's not that hard. So um, who was your like music inspirations growing up? Dilla. Mm-hmm. Proof. Slum Village was my um, super inspiration. Tribe Called Quest. Dre. Suave House. Um, man, you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Pimp C had called me one day before he passed. Mm-hmm. And we was talking about working on music. And he was the most incredible human being that I had ever talked to, bro. Sure. Pimp C, is, uh, he was amazing. And I remember, I think, I don't want, I want to say it was his wife. I can't remember, but it was somebody. And, they, and I remember talking to them. And I was going to do some work for him. I was super happy about that. And I hate that he, that he passed. I, I just random thought I was thinking about. But my influences come from a lot of things. But it ain't always just rap. Mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Um, Motown, baby. You know, Motown um, got a lot of. Mo, Ma, uh, Marvin Gaye is one of my biggest influences. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Patrice Russian was one of the best producers. Was that, that She was amazing. She's the one that produced uh, with... Uh, I'll be good. That hurt. That's she, her did, right. she did. Well, yeah. She did. Uh, not, not. She did. Um. See, now you're asking me, and I, was like, I can't even think of any of the songs. She got so many of them. I didn't sample them so many times. You know who else was incredible? Minnie Ripperton. Yeah, Minnie Ripperton. Mm-hmm. But that, that that was like Minnie Ripperton. Um, man, Missy Elliott. Mm-hmm. She, dope, nigga. Missy Elliott, like incredible. But I mean, it's just so many different things. Sometimes it wasn't that. Sometimes comic books influenced me because I was able to. I think creating the character is important. Everybody got to have a character. I put on a superhero suit. I'm in my superhero suit. You know, I wear clothes. I'm not like, I don't, at home, I don't give a fuck about putting on clothes. We all characters now. That's what social yeah. media is. Well, social media is a, it's a universe. Yeah, it really is. It's its own universe. And everybody living in the universe in. based on their avatar, they have a profile. Remember, we used to hate getting profiled by the police. Now we have a profile and we want everybody to see it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> the police is getting to us off the profile. It's like they, they, and now they, now they can lock you up based off the dumb shit you do. Mm. That's crazy. Uh, shout, shout, first of all, 
this is the wildest that when I seen them dudes get locked up based off they 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 Instagram, I was thinking to myself like, nigga, you killed your man because you thought he was snitching and you snitched on yourself. Yeah, mm. <laughs> it's not your man, it's you. Every dude that I know that was really in the business, that's why I still respect those OGs. And not um, some of them ain't OGs. Some of them real street dudes, and they like, man, I just. It's not the only way to take care of your family. It's just the only thing that you're okay to accept. Because you can go harder. Mm. And like my, my, my pops told me that. So he got the job. And he left the role. My father had Grammys. He was doing his own thing. My father got his own Grammy. He got his own nomination and all that stuff. Listen, he was already singing. He stopped and said, no, nah, I want another nigga raising my kids. That's a man. You got homeschooled? No. Uh. Man, listen, I got an eighth grade education. Absolutely. After eighth grade, I got shot in ninth grade. Flatlined three times on the fucking table, I heard. Yep. And I ain't go back to after that. Now, why? Because first and foremost, something didn't feel right. It just never felt like I was supposed to be there. So, yes, I have an eighth grade education and technically couldn't tell by talking to me. So did I get homeschooled? No, I got life school. And I had to educate myself. Everything I know, to be clear, because a lot of people say this sometimes, like you think you got this free ride. Nobody in my system and my and my crew gave me a thing except for an opportunity. That is it. Nobody ever walked me in the door. Every beat that I ever sold, everything that I ever done, I walked in the door myself. When I give him music, I give him music as if I'm if you was a producer and you submitting. There's no special thing that happens. There's no magic. There's no door. There's no thing. I work for what I do. And you love it that way. Sometimes I wish it was easier. <laughs> Sometimes I do wish I had like some of these things. But I love the learning experience. It keeps me fresh. I'm still dope. Ain't nobody going to take that from me. And I'll prove it. I'll prove it every time. I was watching an interview with Marlon Marla Wayans and he mm -hmm. was saying... Cause he did a great job in respect, mm. and he was saying how that how he just feel like he got a second second in it, like a second go. Mm. You know, life. I feel like in our generation right now, we're rushing to get to the bag. We feel like we gotta get it now. We gotta have it now. But I, I came to the realization, like, you know, forty and fifty is not too old for me to start acting <laughs> or get in acting. Listen, uh, it, do yourself a favor tonight. Look up all the actors that started at fifty. Mm -hmm. It'll motivate you. I do that kind of shit all the time. Yeah, because I feel like it's never. Yeah, people say it's too late. I don't know. Lately, I just been like, it's not too late. It's whenever you know the calling is your calling. Well, to get to it. Or. If 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 we if we let our culture and this in this society where we are right now, and let's say hip hop culture is a whole universe itself, they just haven't figured it out, right? <laughs> it runs everything. Pop runs off. It steals from hip hop. Everything is taken from hip hop right now, right? Mm -hmm. They got it. They telling you that that it's too late. Mm -hmm. I was just talking about that, but they're shortening their own lifespan. I'm going to take the Jay Z route. Mm -hmm. I seen, and when I look at myself, it's like, oh, I'm gonna put out money. It's like, man, you gonna do it now? Like first and foremost, Two Chains had a second reinsurgence. Mm -hmm. Snoop is continuously. He always teaching mm -hmm. people how to reinvent himself. Yep. So if I just take them two examples by itself, I can do what the fuck I want. Tell me, tell me, tell me, I can't. Like, even, I'm about mm -hmm. to. Like even Nas, like this last album he just dropped was a man, fucking look, and man, fire. And, and now everybody want to rap. 
Mm, I and mean, that's an old head, right? And I mean, it's, nah, bro. <laughs> and I think this is probably his best work. Listen, mm. I love the fact that, like, the first one, I didn't even go all the way into it. I was like, oh, this is cool. The second I, one, though? the second one is the one to me. Mm. That even got what? So, and Hit Boy is like a person where I looked at. I was like, I don't look at Hit Boy and be like, yo, this scares me. I look at it and say, oh, this is motivating because I'm down with doing a whole bunch of songs for a part. Man, listen, if M, I'm. Uh, I started off with M that way. If y'all ever see me do a whole Eminem album, you'll be in love with him again, like a different way. Because mm. I'm that good. And I don't give a fuck who think any other thing other than that. It just hasn't happened yet. And if it does, then y'all in trouble. Mm. But I haven't had the desire to do it all the way. We haven't done, like, you know what I mean? I'm talking about me and him, the way we used to do things. Mm-hmm. If we just did like just a tape to do some shit like that, we turn people's heads over. They lose it. Because we know each other. And and being in a room with people you trust, but we we play in an industry where it's like you got to play these other games and you play these other parts and you do these other things. So it's not time to do that. So you in the music business? Can you really have? Because we always do this top five, top five. Is there really a top five list? It's your top favorites. It's not your top five. Mm. People when they do the list is like, that's why I hate when people get upset about it. It's like look, look, bro. Like I ain't never been on a nigga list. I don't make. I don't take it personally. That's just they people that be in their face. Mm. But then my level of knowledge goes way deeper because I know about Super Dave that produced for um, for uh, De La Soul, who was amazing that people just slipped by. He was doing music for them for years. It's incredible, right? Uh, or Mike and Keys, who Nipsey's people, right? Amazing. Rance 1500. But people know some about some of these people, but like they don't always put them out in the front like that because they really just love it. There's no such thing as a top five. Mm. You can't really do that. It'd be, it, had, it had to be a top 50. And every one has to be regarded, regarded as a number one. It couldn't be in so many, it couldn't be in a fucking, uh, mm. in, a, in a ranking. You know? So I don't really listen to that. People don't know that they're doing it. They're just talking about their top favorites. So then they get into this argument and then some people get, but that's cool. It's, it's healthy to get, to feel like you left out. Mm. I feel like I'm left out every day, and that's what pushes me. Mm-hmm. That's a nice fire to have. That's a fire. That's a fire. To, and because you can do that to yourself, you cannot be left out and still just have that thought, and then you just be pushing. So, <laughs> you know, um, I was gonna tell you th- that get to the bag thing. Mm. I don't believe in that shit. I don't need. I mean, the real bag is like you were saying earlier, health. Nah, I'm saying nobody knows what they're saying. Mm. Everybody keeps saying it. And I despise that. So I'm going to give y'all like. <laughs> so what you mean? Go ahead, break it down. If I'm telling people, if I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to the bag, I'm yada, yada. You're telling the bag every day to, to run from you. You're telling the universe that you have to chase it. Let me get to it because it's not with you. I don't think that. I manifest it while I sit and steal. That's what I say. It's there. It's already mine. I'm not chasing some shit that's mine. It's like I don't chase women. <laughs> what you chasing? You're waking up every day empowering the universe to make you have to work hard for something that's paper. God already gave you everything you need. We sitting in this room right now. You got everything you need. You could tell yourself you don't, but if you go home and say and pray and you thank from thank him for the thank you for this table. Thank you for this. Thank you for this microphone. Thank you for this. By the time you're gonna be exhausted thanking him for all the things that you have. And that's just material. Start with your body. Go through every part of your body, from your working limbs to your heart beating, your blood right, your blood pressure, right? You're the Man, you be you you ain't got time enough to thank him for all the stuff that you have. You got everything you need. Why are you telling them why are you telling the bag to run from you? I'ma chase the bag? You're crazy. I ain't getting to shit. It's mine. 
that'll be there. If you know anything about it, the universe just want to do what you want, what, 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 what you tell it. Chasing a bag is the wrong way. I don't need to get to something that I already have. All right, so mm. break, break it down. So basically break it down how the universe really works. To me, because it's all speculation. We don't know shit. That's even when it comes to our religions and our beliefs. We don't know nothing until we leave. We all hope we do. Right. Mm. So what I think. So you think everybody's hoping to get to heaven. Listen, bro. If, if I don't even believe. I just think I'm, I'm just hoping that there's something familiar there and I'm not Steve. too afraid. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Damn. I'm hoping that there's some sort of familiarity and I feel like I just wake up from something and it's like, oh, this was an experience. This is an experience. This is a human experience. Right. It's not really much else. You're experiencing daily. You're not living. Mm. You're experiencing life, right? I think that because I think I got myself shot. Mm. I kept thinking it, kept thinking it, kept thinking it, kept thinking, and then boom. So when that, after that, I was like laying in the hospital bed, like trying to learn how to walk again. I was like, oh wait a minute, this I did this shit. And that man, I got in a car accident earlier this year, and, you, and I I kept thinking I was gonna die or something. Then I got an accident. Yeah, listen. Just the way you think to yourself. Forget all of this stuff that we trying to manifest. Right. Mm-hmm. People need to just be manifesting good happiness energy. and good energy. Peace, like good energy. like That's my mom, baby. And everything else will happen. No, I got I got smacked a couple times by the universe, so I understand mm-hmm. it now. Listen, you know? my my idea would be every, it, it, it's just my idea, bro. Mm-hmm. I can sell. I ain't trying to sell no snail salt. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Yeah. It's all a speculation. Nobody, to me, nobody don't know shit. I like listening to them. Mm. I like listening to listen. A different take. You're taking your take. Yo, you your take. When you some of that that the one thing that got me was like you was talking about. I think it was like maybe I need to talk to the younger brothers and this and that. Mm-hmm. I went. Me and Jason had actually got, got cool recently, right before that, because I was like, let me go to him. Let me reach out to him. He's like an OG. And he's in Chaos and Maestro, which he was a producer that I actually respected. And I didn't know that from looking at him. I didn't even know it was him. You know what I'm saying? Because I couldn't even really listen to music back then. But when I did, it was like Chaos and Maestro, um, uh, uh, Merciless Mirror, people like that. And I was like, yo, this dude is actually a producer that I respected like I respected Dre. So when I heard this shit, I was like, yo, I fuck with his music. And that's how we got cool. Right. But I was a younger guy reaching out to a dude that I'm looking at, you know what I mean, doing doing his thing. And I needed that guidance, bro. You need a bigger brother. Mm. We all need it. So it's all speculation. Everything is speculation. Because we don't agree with everything. Sometimes he would say things, and I'd be like, nah, bro, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But if you all are up in arms because you all emotional and shit, mm-hmm. not saying there's nothing wrong with your emotion. To go back to what you were saying earlier, be okay with actually having the emotion, but be okay with knowing that that person ain't emotional like you are. They not in the same level of emotion. Emotions got a lot of levels. If you think that, y'all can never agree if that's the case. Mm. How can you agree with emotion, bro? You can't. You can only logically agree. You can agree to disagree. Just because I appreciate you as a human being and I understand your issue don't mean I agree with it. 
Mm. I can understand the transgender, all of that stuff. I can understand mm. that you think that you're that you're going through whatever you're going through. But I ain't gotta agree. But with I don't it. gotta agree with it. And, and that, then you're mad. And that's what society trying to do, man. They trying to make us agree with every yeah, fucking thing. Man, I I respect you as a human. Yeah. That's your yeah. fight. That's what you're going yeah. through. But stop acting like, because I'm not afraid to say what I feel. Mm. I'm going to wake up and be me tomorrow. I'm not going to wake up and be you. Mm. Don't expect me to be. And I understand and appreciate you as a human. Mm -hmm. Go about your life. Sometimes the only people that makes a big deal about some of these issues mm. is them. Mm -hmm. I'm not making a big deal about what you're going through. You're making it a big deal to me. It's not no other way. It's not a big deal to me that you're wearing mm. a pink hat. Mm. Mm. Ain't no big deal. Right. Hold on, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that Dave Chappelle special, that, that Dave Chappelle special was the truth. Man. And when you think about it, the, the crazy part about it is he was telling a story about a woman that he was a friend with mm -hmm. that he realized, like, she checked him when he was kind of out of the line. Then he became friends with this lady, and then she killed herself because the people mm. that was in her community beat her up online. Mm. And they said that he was the reason that she killed herself. Mm. I watched these people say that. And I was like, this is the most twisted thing I've ever seen. That's not what he said. That's not what happened. And you didn't even watch it. Mm -hmm. If you don't like what he says, I understand. Because I don't like what Trump say. Mm -hmm. But I don't give a fuck what he doing his day. Fuck him. I don't care what you doing your fucking day. That ain't my business. Why we care about what everybody doing with their day? I only got 24 hours of my own. You want me to take two from yours and two from yours and two from I respect you as a human. If one person walked through this door and they say that they like green, I'm going to be like, well, I like blue. I'm not arguing with you and fighting over you. I don't care what you do. Now, if I have a child and there's people with children, it's like, yo, listen, I want my kid to be able to make a choice on their own. Why can't you respect that? Why is that such a big thing? Hey, that's fine that that's your choice. That's not my child's choice. Well, I'm standing here and you need to take, I don't have to do anything. I'm going to take my kid and move him over here because this, this, and that. You shouldn't be upset about that because if you actually respect people the way you say you want to be respected, that shouldn't be a problem. Chill the fuck out. Yeah, social media, it seems like it's taking away, you know. I don't even just, blame it on social media. I blame it on the I mean, I, bl I blame it on the climate. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I blame it on the climate and the climate that's going around now. It's just like- but They run everything. People, yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 just narratives and money. And, and I, I've even heard people say that they trying to take away from the black agenda. But, and I kind of feel that way as well, man. But um, the, What you mean uh, with the transgender and, and the LBGT? Mm -hmm. you know? I think that- They're creating a nation. They're creating- I don't think that they take- This is what I think. I got a cop handcuffed me to a tree and punched me in my chest before. Yeah. So I was young, young, young. Walking to school, like my daddy's like, I was like, I ain't going to typing class, bro. What the fuck is a typing class? I mean, now that's all we do. <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's not like this, though. Mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to be no clerical, you know, whatever, engineer. Like, um, I was late and the cop did that. If I just got beat up by a cop for being black, and, and my grandfather and all these other people, they were hung just for being black. And you go help a white lady with her bag and they hang you and they beat you up and they yada, yada. Your fight is going to be that. That is the flag that you're going to wave. 
it's it's not like you're a black gay man that's fighting. Then don't you would have both fights. Mm. I think that everybody, if they really think about it, they have a lot of power because they seem to bypass everything that black people go through and care about the LBGTQ. I don't know how all the letters, excuse me, I'm not properly, you know, whatever. I don't know all of them, but I don't have a problem with it. I feel like, yo, can y'all show us some of the stuff that y'all doing to get some of this legislation passed and helping us maybe because we not having as good as luck as y'all having. Mm. <laughs> Maybe that's the conversation. Mm. Maybe it's not y'all doing this and y'all doing this. Maybe it's like, hey, wait a minute. What are we doing? Why don't we all together don't put your issue in front of mine? I don't care about that. I don't have nothing to do with that. I respect it. But that's not what I got beat up by a cop for being black. Mm. Not because I was gay. You understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't have known known no different. And the cop didn't care. He just cared about I was black. So he don't even care about if you're that. He don't know. If you're black, gay man, you're just getting beat up because you're black. (laughs) So think about it. It's two issues here. Maybe we need to talk to them because I think niggas need to really talk to them because they get shit passed quick. Mm Mm-hmm. We we fucking up. <laughs> That's like we want. <laughs> yeah, man. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think we like, can learn some shit from them. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I feel I feel like them trying to silence Dave Chappelle was way unnecessary. But um, yeah, who, we is, kinda, can, who is cancel culture anyway? I don't know who the yeah, fuck that is. What he knew what the fuck. I ain't gonna but I, but I appreciate you coming on the podcast with us, OG man. No, no I, I really appreciate you dropping all these gems, man. This was major for real. I appreciate like, y'all, you know, man. I appreciate man, it being this, this was a, a long time coming, man. We just trying to grow and just really just get some knowledge and advice on our journey, man. And I just want to know what's real and what's fake, man. And I feel like you really gave us all those gems that we. Yeah, gave, I just don't, you get in. We get in trouble for. Man, we get in trouble for our honesty, and I'm very I'm mm-hmm. I'm not reckless with my honesty. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying nothing that's going to offend anybody. If you're offended, then this the problem is you. Because mm-hmm. if you think I'm, this is how I feel, I don't force it on anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm being asked. I say what I feel, right? And we got to start getting to a point where it's like, all right, I I don't got a problem with racist people. Mm. Let me tell you why. Because I know you are. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Hey, man, just, yeah. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> I'm worried about the nigga that's sitting in the office that's keep on shooting me down every time I need help with something and, mm. you're not, and you secretly acting like you fuck with me, but you don't. Mm. I worry about that. Mm. I worry about the person that don't pass the the, the right law to help my parents is old people, not just mm. old black people, but just older people. We mm. need to take better care of our elderly. Mm. Veterans and elderly, I think we need to take a lot better care of them because they created the world that we live in right now. Mm. Good and bad, bro. Mm. So, you know, just honesty. People be upset with honesty. Yeah, man. We just trying to have those conversations, man. And I think that's uh, uh, something that... Social media has created people to be able to have a say, man, but it's also, you know, created a climate for people to be, you know, penalized for having a say. So I just think it's important for us to have platforms like this where, man, we can just say what we say because it's the truth, man. Y- y- y'all need to stop hating on the truth. Literally. The Dave Chappelle special was the truth, man. It was but, the truth. But y'all tune in next Sunday for another episode of Breaking the Machine like y'all do every Sunday, man. This is the Gospel Sunday, man. Mr. Porter, Breaking the Machine, it's a wrap for this episode. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate y'all, man.